हेलो नमस्ते सलाम अलैकुम जय श्री कृष्णा all the issues surrounding indian cricket i'm nikesh ragani uh, host of this podcast uh, journalist broadcaster and commentator based in the uk sara waris my co-host as you can see if you're watching the youtube feed or you'll be able to hear from in just a moment of wisdom over in india based in uh, lucknow at the moment sara how are you i'm good how are you been raining here good respite from the rain Yeah, well it's uh it's coming to the end of monsoon season is it there? Another month. Or... It's just started here. Oh, just started. Okay, different yeah. parts of India uh yeah. different monsoons of course. Uh here it's kind of coming to the end of the summer in the UK which is disappointing. We've had a great summer, great weather. It's been too hot at times. It's been more pleasant recently, but you know the days are just starting to get slightly shorter, but there is still plenty of of cricket even over here as well. India's women of course. in England uh, to kick off that series on the 10th of September as well and and we'll talk about all that uh, in uh, just a few moments time just a quick reminder that uh, as well as via YouTube your usual podcast provider we are also available on the 99.94 app so do download that if you get a chance you can find all our content there and join cricket's conversation where it's not only us we've got a whole range of podcasts and commentary as well there'll be more to come in the coming weeks also uh, sara there, there's only one way to kick off really uh, today India through to the super fours of the Asia Cup no surprise really i mean look it was it was hong kong it was more challenging than i think a lot of people would have perhaps thought uh, facing hong kong a lot of pakistani and indian expats mainly making up that side um it was professional it was good let's just talk about the fact that india in the super fours and we all expected that and it's kind of business as usual but there were a few issues which we're going to talk about now let let's kick off then so rohit sharma wins the toss uh, sorry loses the toss and uh, is put into bat at the toss he said he would have bowled so we're both breathing a sigh of relief because we wanted india to bat and we wanted to answer some of those question marks against some of the batters in our lineup the likes of kl rahul who's coming back from injury virat kohli obviously needing to hit some form as well rishabh pant was in the side yesterday so it would have been nice had he got a a hit just to see how he went as well dinesh kartik didn't get much of a knock in the first game either so that that you know we were excited to see what india could do with the bat um but it was same old at the start wasn't it it was rohit gets out and then you've got kl rahul and virat kohli at the crease doing their usual getting set and kl rahul eventually out for 36 off 39 balls i mean what was he doing out there i think it's just an intent issue with kl rahul uh, his knock yesterday was the second slowest by an indian opener ever in t20is 93 strike rate uh, or along those lines which is just surprising he he uh, attacked two balls yesterday and both were for sixes but he was defending the full pitch delivery so you're wondering if he can go out and attack then why is he playing the way he is playing uh for 
uh, in the previous two uh, episodes we were like uh, he's rusty he's coming off a break but i don't think it's rustiness now is just lack of probably intent the dreaded word which we used for dhoni for so many like during the latter part of his t20i career uh i don't know what do you feel is going wrong with kl rahul because he has so much of talent but is just even in the ipl we've seen he's just look there's 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 just some people on there look nobody's doubting his talent as a batter yeah. as a cricketer he's got all the talent in the world that doesn't that talent doesn't make you automatically into a t20 international perhaps in you know 10 years ago 15 years ago you could look at batters in that aspect that look they've got an all-round game they'll be good across all formats but the game has changed so much i mean you just look at what england have done in in the last few years what india are, are trying to do supposedly with this new side the ipl you know the aussies the way they play at the top of the order as well it's it's a changing game the west indies of course you know for for quite a few years now as well have played that real attacking brand of cricket right from the off and it's just not been india's way and and it has to change it, it they want to change it clearly that's what rohit sharma is telling us anyway but we've not seen evidence of it so far in the asia cup it's you know i mean all right krl got out for a first ball duck against pakistan so it's difficult to judge him on that but then given the opportunity yesterday to be out there for 39 balls against you know with all due respect hong kong you know they they're decent cricketers they put up a really good fight their spirit was great but in terms of the quality of bowling overall these are cricketers who who can't get in first class teams back in their own countries so this is the kind of attack he was up against and 36 off 39 is is a shocking effort it's not just a one off and that's why we're not laying into him just for this one innings but is it unfair on him even from the selectors to keep picking him in t20 cricket because look he he'll be a fabulous odi cricketer he'll have a good career He'll have a great test career I feel as well. This format's probably just not for him. I you know there, there's no he has to open if he plays the format because that's when the power plays up and he's he's quite a classical player the field is up rather for the power play. He's a classical player he can find those gaps when he wants to but the intent just doesn't seem to be there and then you can't bring him in you can't then say all right it's not working as an opener let's put him in at 3 4 5 because he's not got that game to then kick on after the platform has been built so it's it's a massive dilemma and when you've got so many guys sitting in the wings for that opening slot i mean you, you could potentially put surikumar yadav up opening if you wanted to or rishabh pant has done it just a little bit recently but i i like that i i like the left hand right hand just the fact that rishabh pant again doesn't have the best strike rate early on in a t20i innings but with the field up he can take those risks there's more gaps and he can get himself going and and i i think that's probably the way that they should be looking at but it's just one of those things isn't it i they're probably going to stick with him in the t20 world cup now mm. aren't they given that he's here the thing is he it's not that he's always been this kind of a batsman in t20s he was like so good in uh, 2019 2018 in the ipl he even as a 50 ball um, 14 ball 15 in the ipl which is like okay he can do it but probably of late he is not able to in the ipl 2020 and 21 um i read a, a, like i saw that interview where someone was asking him if that's the approach he 
likes having in T20s, like scoring runs, but not at the fastest rate. And he said that that's not the way he likes batting, but that's the role the management has given him. So back then, you were kind of critical of Anil Kumble that, okay, Rahul bats a certain way, but uh, Anil Kumble, coach of Punjab Kings, um, he bats a certain way, but probably the management is asking him to ba- uh, let go of that and bat with more responsibility. So that was a major reason he shifted to uh, Lucknow in this year's IPL. But then this year's IPL, he continued the same way. So it it's not that uh, management's changed. So there's no reason why he should have uh, kept on with the same approach. And also I was like looking at his stats... Uh, he has a strike rate of 115 in the power play in the IPL since 2020, which is just not good enough. Uh, as you said, there are so many players out there. There's even Prithvi Shaw. I have no idea why he's not in the ranks. He has a strike rate of 154 in the power play in the IPL. And if someone like Prithvi Shaw is sitting out, you just wonder what's happening. And uh, one more thing with KL Rahul is that uh, no one is doubting his talent. But kind of, uh, he's not able to translate it uh, against bigger teams. Like against teams like Australia, England, New Zealand, Pakistan, he averages 30 with a strike rate of 133 in T20Is. While against the lower ranked teams like the Namibia and all, he uh, averages 50 with a strike rate of 146. So it's not just an issue of... uh, not doing it consistently but he just does it he's not able to do it against the higher rank sides which again is he the best opener considering there are so many other options out there yeah I mean some might say he's he's a flat track bully given those stats as well and and not just based on the track but also the opposition of course well the opposition yesterday wasn't one of the higher ranked teams um, and he didn't do it so Look, it's it's interesting with this Asia Cup as well, with the format, the fact that it's it's not a long tournament because there's not many sides in it, but the fact that you then have a Super 4 stage and then the final as well, it's not straight knockouts from now on. Do they look at someone else? And you're right about Britby Shaw. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that in more detail in, in future episodes as well. But just briefly, um, you know, we do the IPL commentary over here for BBC and one of my colleagues is Abhishek Junjunwala, who former Bengal cricketer, former IPL player as well. And we're both in agreement every time we see him play, even if it doesn't come off for him, just the intent that he has at the crease, just to score from the off. He just wants to be like a Virenda Sewag at the top of the order and get his side off to a flyer. And, and more often than not, it has been coming off of late, even if it's a quick, you know, 25 off of 12 balls or something like that really sets the tone at the start of the innings. And then when you're batting all the way down to number seven, you've got that luxury. It doesn't matter if he doesn't always score you a 40 or something like that. Even if he's getting quick fire 20s at the top of the order, that really puts the bowlers uh, off at the start and, and just shifts that momentum back to the batting side. So I can't understand that. I don't know if there's been fitness issues. That's been talked about a little bit of late um, in the field. Perhaps he might be a little bit of a liability uh, in that respect. Um, I mean, I I don't know what the reason is, but we've got to work with what we've got at the moment. And we don't know if they're going to change that going into the Super 4. So we'll, we'll keep a, an eye on that. We'll preview um, the, the forthcoming matches as well uh, in a little while. But let's talk about the batting everything. So Kale Rahul didn't tick that box, which we were hoping he did. Virat Kohli. Now, 
look, some of the shots that Virat played yesterday, I mean, we were all drooling over them, weren't we? Let, let's be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, some of the, the slog sweep for six into the stands and it was vintage Virat Kohli from sort of 2016 in T20Is. The whole innings didn't go that way. And we've got to give credit to the Hong Kong bowlers for the way they bowl because you could see with Kohli at least, unlike Rahul, that the intent was still there. But, you know, there there was some decent bowling and, and it you've got to just tip your hat to Hong Kong for that. But, you know, 57 or 44, is, it's all right, isn't it? If you've got a guy at the other end hitting as well as uh, Surikumar Yadav did, and if you had an opener who faced 39 balls who maybe got 48 or 50 yeah. off that 39, then you'd be looking at 200 plus and you'd say, Coley's done his job. That's his job in the side to do what he did. So... Thoughts on Kohli and his effort yesterday? With Kohli, it's like um, he always, he has always been that kind of a batsman. Many were, at uh, when he was 30 and 30, many were criticizing, is this the right like approach or is he best suited for this format? Uh, but Kohli has always been that kind of a player who strikes at 100, 110 in his first 25, 30 balls and then he gets going, which... Happened yesterday, it's great to kind of, you know, getting back into his rhythm. I wouldn't say he's got a, he's found that peak form. Uh, obviously, he hasn't, but showed signs. There were very few, uh, very amazing uh, uh, shots there. The thing is, he struggles against spin and it's no, no, no hiding that. He struggles against spin. He has a strike rate of 105 in T20Is against spin. Uh with KL Rahul at the other end struggling against spin also, there's only so much that uh, Kohli could do. Uh, and once KL Rahul was out, Surya Kumar came in, he took on the spinners, he smashed two fours of the first two balls and against spin. And that, you know, kind of eased Kohli also. So now either there are two options I see for Kohli, either he opens the innings, uh, he has a strike rate of 153 uh, against space, uh, since 2020, the years where he's been struggling, so to say, he has a strike rate of 153. So you think, okay, opening is the best place for him where uh, fast bowlers are there. He can get his rhythm, the field, like he'll have the advantage of the the fielders in. Or either he bats with uh, people like Surya Kumar who can bash spin at the other end. So... And that's why I think Rishabh Pant has to be there in the 11 also because Pant is a good hitter off spin in the middle overs. So, you know, if uh, Kohli is batting through the innings, I think that's his role also in the side. You can't have everyone who's just going at 200 strike rate. Uh, you need one player at least to, you know, guide guide the innings through. Uh, if there's Surya Kumar and Rishabh Pant to follow in the middle order and they're batting around Kohli, I think it will make it easier for Kohli and just to get his find his rhythm also yeah it was it was nice to see though wasn't it it was i mean you could see the crowd it wasn't a full house you know it's the uae it's, it's to be honest it's a rubbish place to watch cricket isn't it really the atmospheres are, are terrible uh, whether it's ipl whether it's asia cup you know they they make they do their best to come to the stadium there's expat communities there from all the south asian countries but you know, it wasn't full, but the, the fans that were, they were making a lot of noise. They were enjoying what they saw and, you know, they were treated to to a Virat Kohli half century. 
and uh, you know some some beautiful sixes as well. So a fifty after eighteen months in T twenty eyes, we waited too long. Yeah, in T twenty eyes, you know, it's, yeah, it's not T20 been that years, long yeah. in, in other forms as well. So yeah. you know, it's, it's it's not as if he's all right. He's he's set the standard so high, hasn't he? That that's his problem, I suppose. He's yeah. he was going to break all batting records that were ever created, apart from maybe Bradman's average, and and it just. Doesn't look like that's quite going to happen in in the same way, but it's just a delight to see when he's in any kind of flow, even if it's not full flow. So we'll we'll give him a, a half tick for yesterday, or, or maybe a bit more than that, just for the fact that you know he did his job. His job was to bat through the innings. He did that. Didn't have the best platform set for him by Rohit and Rahul, but then Sky came in, and wow, what a player yeah. Sky is! I mean, we we know this. We've we've seen him do this in the IPL for a few years, and he is unbelievable when he gets in this kind of flow. And yeah, it's Hong Kong, but he's done it against England. He's he's done it against you know bigger sides and whoever you put him up against, he does this, doesn't he? He he's just fabulous. How do you describe what kind of battery is for a start? Because three sixty would be one way, but. It's not in the same way as AB de Villiers, is it? AB was more power and yeah, he did have the the little bits of, you know, trickery to sort of do the ramp shots and the scoops and all that kind of stuff as well, but it was it was more solid, it was different. I mean, Sky just dances around the crease. He's mm. like he's he's got a bit of Vishwanath in a T20 kind of way, I would have thought. You know, that that's the best way to describe him, the the elegance, the 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 wrists and and all that kind of stuff, but in a T twenty beast mode as well, I think he's the best T twenty batter in the world right now. Where where do you stand on that? His slowest fifty has come off thirty four balls, which is like okay, wow, that's that's like a dream for uh, KL Rahul right now. You know, to score a fifty <laughs> of thirty four balls, so that's his slowest fifty, which just shows you know how I I don't have a word for him how crazy he's been uh and it's he's not only power he he averages 40 in the format with a strike rate of 175 i don't see many batsmen not only currently but even in the history of t20is who have you know managed to do uh to strike at that rate and have an average you know scoring for 40 per innings with that strike rate is just I, I don't have a word for it. Uh, yesterday, 60, I think his, uh, uh, 60 of his 68 uh, runs came in boundaries, which is just, you know, how dominant he has been against all si- uh, all sorts of attacks. He's uh, scored runs in England. He's scored runs in the UAE. And yeah, he's just the best. I would say, like last episode, we were talking about Hardik Pandya potentially being the best Indian cricketer. Uh, in T20Is, but Surya Kumar is right up there. And, you know, having both of them in the side together is just very exciting. Also, it's very surprising to think that just two years ago, Surya Kumar Yadav was nowhere in the T20Is scene. He's been scoring runs forever. I've seen him, like he was in KKR. KKR misused him as they misused all their players. He batted a number five, six, seven. Uh, But right then... Okay, we knew, okay, wow, he is something. Probably leaving KKR changed his career. Where, mm, so no complaints. 
Yeah. KKR can have a little bit of contribution. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll save the KKR bashing for, for another time, I think. But yeah, no, you, you're right. They, they did misuse him. And then look, the Mumbai mm. Indians, they have made it clear how highly they rate him, batting him at number three, retaining him ahead of you know some other bigger names as well in that franchise. Um, they, they know how important he is. And he's been doing it domestically as well. That's the thing. And to make your India debut after the age of 30, in a way, that's helped him. Obviously, he would have loved to have had a longer international career. But in a way, that's helped him because he knows his game better than anyone. He he knows exactly what he can do, what he can't do, where he's going to hit each ball, what situations or what. He would have faced all these different situations in the IPL so many times over and over again and playing for a really successful franchise like the Mumbai Indians, winning titles, being a key player in uh, all of those wins that he's been a part of as well. The fact that he's now a mature guy and you just see that when he comes out, he's got the confidence of a Viv Richards or or anyone, any one of these sort of imposing figures from over the years who just comes out and you just think immediately, this guy's got it. He He's, he's going to get us to a big total where he's going to chase those runs down. And you've just got so much confidence. I remember I was at the T20 against England at Trent Bridge, where unfortunately India lost, but still won the series, of course. That was a final match. And he got that brilliant 100. And when he came out and started playing a couple of shots, everybody there just thought, this guy's going to do it. It doesn't matter yeah. what the total is. As long as he stays till the end... India will win this match. And look, it wasn't to be, but he took them bloody close in that. And, you know, the wickets were falling at the other end as well. He just kept playing those shots and, uh, you know, chasing anything over 200 in England, you know, against that bowling attack isn't easy. Uh, We saw the way Topley and and Gleeson, all these guys just came into the side and despite the injuries England had, just were bowling so well throughout that series. So, you know, difficult to get these guys away, but he made it look so easy. I, I Honestly, I, if you're a batter, even if you're a Virat Kohli at the other end, and you saw Virat Kohli letting him go off the field first and encouraging mm-hmm. the fans to give him a big ovation as he left the field for just a fabulous knock. If you're a fellow batter or if you're somebody like me, a failed cricketer um, at that top level, you're just envious of this guy, you're almost jealous of why Why can he do this? Why can't I do that? You know, even Kohli must have been thinking that some of the shots that he played yesterday, Kohli couldn't have played. No, Nobody could have played. It's just fabulous to watch. And, you know, long may it continue. He, he's He's got to be a fixture, not just for the T20 World Cup, but even in the yeah. ODI side going forward to next year's World Cup. And then who knows? I mean, you know, cricketers go on a little bit longer these days with the fitness that they've got. He, he could go on and have a an international career, which is, you know, still significant, even though yeah. he came into the side after 30. Do, do you think there's a potential with the way he looks after himself that he might be like a, an Indian version of like a Mizbol Huck for w- what he was for Pakistan, making his debut so late, just discarded for so many years and then, you know, ending his career as as one of their best ever? Yeah, I would hope so. And with Surakumar, it's like, you know, yesterday, KL Rahul Kohli was struggling to get going. It was after a point you were wondering if it's a test match or an an ODI. It was that boring. Uh, But then he comes in and then just the first, it's looked 
first two balls he hits two fours and you know the momentum changes it looks like he's batting on a totally different pitch nothing like nothing uh, bothers him and the best thing about him is that he maintains a strike rate against all kinds of bowlers and in different stages middle overs strike rate of 168 death overs he has a strike rate of 250 which is you know just mind blowing so yeah you're right if he's not playing test cricket also uh and he's just playing white ball cricket uh he can go on to you know play for another f- uh, 4 5 6 years uh, rohit sharma is 35 36 now you won't say he is the most fit cricketer around but he's doing it till 20, 35 next year he, i think he'll be 37 before the 2023 world cup so if rohit sharma so many others can do it dhoni continued where i think th- till 38 or something so why not a surya kumar yadav and probably uh, what i also think is um, he is the kind of batter uh, which we all expected sanju samson to be you know he is that uh, consistent player he scores runs uh, consistently with a very good strike rate sanju samson you we all expected him for so many years he'll be that kind of a player and just take opponents uh, take the bowling uh, attacks all over the park but he's not been able to do it again we'll discuss this probably later but yeah it's Happy for Suru Kumar Yadav. It's been a long time coming, and he deserves it. I'm going to come back to Roy Sharma in just a moment, but just before <laughs> I do, ninety nine point nine four, of course, is just uh, is is not just this podcast. A lot more than that as well. We've got uh, Red Inca, hosted by Jared Kimber, that focuses on deep issues within the game as well. There's Double Century, a look at the history of the game, and uh, other countries as well uh, are looked at in more detail. There's England on ninety nine point nine four. Uh, Daniel Norcross uh, always guaranteeing a few good laughs on that podcast, uh, along with uh, Rory Dollard. We've got the West Indies on ninety nine point nine four, best Caribbean coverage there as well. And uh, we've just launched uh, recently South Africa on ninety nine point nine four as well. And lots more coming as well. You can find them all on your podcast apps by YouTube and on the ninety nine point nine four app. So go and download that now if you haven't done already. Roy Sharma, the, you. you You mention his age quite a lot and and yeah <laughs> conventionally he should be looking at retirement in the next couple of years you would have thought logically you know the history of the game the history of sport that's that's what you do right football cricket you know there's tennis yeah. you're kind of mid 30s that's it you you're slowing down and you're done Sachin went on till he was 40 Sachin wasn't you know they're both they both work on their fitness but yeah they they're not the best shape if you know what i mean they're both like eating they're not fat i'm not saying anything like that but they're not like a virat kohli who's got like you know 1% body fat or whatever and mm-hmm. you know treats himself to a slice of bread once every 4 years you know they 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 eat normally right they such in's a food connoisseur i know that for a fact everybody knows that and roid sharma you know people joke about him the varapaws and all this kind of stuff he I love that guy because he makes me feel that I could still be a cricketer now. I I like varapaws and pao bhajis and whatever man just give me all that food and give me a bat and let me go out and have a knock. He's just I love that guy. He doesn't he gets all that criticism from a certain section of fans and you know there's been this whole Kohli Rohit thing over the years and it's all stupid at the end of the day but people like to have a dig. 
he just doesn't. He just doesn't care. Yeah. It's not as if it's motivated him to then go to, with, to the gym with Coley or some of these other guys. He just does his thing, right? Does does his fitness work that he has to do. He's fit enough to play the game. He's fit enough yeah. to bat, field, captain, and he just goes and does it. And yeah, I, I love guys like that, like a saywag at the top of the order. You know, just doesn't doesn't appear to care. Obviously, they care. Lazy, elegant. Yeah, he hates too. that. He hates that though. Yeah, he hates that. But <laughs> he's yeah. saying there's nothing lazy about what I do. You know, but it just yeah. it's just the way it appears on the screen that he's making yeah. so little effort. For such brilliant rewards, and he looks so elegant when others just wouldn't have that time. It's the time, isn't it? And that's that's a skill, that's a talent. You've got to work on it as well. But just the extra split second that he has to play yeah. deliveries, I just love that. He guy, hates so. that word also. He hates that talented word. Everyone has been calling him the talented Roy Sharma. Yeah, it's almost like he doesn't work. It's almost like he he's got the tag of he doesn't need to work at his game. He's just you know, God's given him yeah. this gift and he goes out, somebody puts a bat in his hand, puts some pads on him and a helmet and gloves and off he goes. But he, he obviously works very hard. And, you know, hopefully, you know, if Sachin went on till he's 40, felt like he was 50. But, you know, and some may argue that he should have retired maybe two years earlier. But, you know, Dhoni till his late 30s as well. So Dhoni's still going, by the way, in IPL. Yeah. Just, just you know, to to let everyone know in case you weren't still aware. Still one of the best wicket keepers. Yeah, absolutely, and and the best captain probably still in that yeah. format of the game. And look, we've seen glimpses of him finishing games as well recently as well. So what more do you want if you're an IPL fan? So you you got many more years of Dhoni. He'll he'll go on till he's about sixty three. I would have thought, and um, just just they, they need to wheel him out there in a wheelchair or something. He'll he'll be involved with the CSK for many years to come. And just one bit on Rohit was, uh, I'm a big Virat Kohli fan. And when he was sacked, the whole captaincy mess, I was just like, okay, Indian cricket, yeah, it will, okay, it won't have that intensity which Virat Kohli bought. It was just, I, I was very disappointed after that whole incident. But I've been very impressed with uh, Rohit Sharma, the way he backs his players. Not only that, like he's walking the talk. He wanted uh, a more aggressive approach in T20s. And he's the person who is doing that at at the top of the order. Pakistan won bad game. He's not scoring runs. But then yesterday also strike rate of 161. So he has been, you know, even at this age, because he's been... um, Age again, I mentioned age, but uh, for so many years we've associated him with being the T20I player who takes time to get in and then goes after the bowling. But he he shows that you know that's just how talented he is. Even in his late thirties, he has the game to adapt and uh, score at a faster rate. So yeah, he's been like very impressive. Yeah, if you know, even just the way. He, he's he's different, like you say, the way he gives interviews and just his whole mannerism. Yeah. Like with Virat Kohli, you ask him... Uh, Even his way of, you know, telling the players that they're doing something wrong. It's like, yeah. are some like something like that, which is very different. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, in press conferences, it's, it's really... I've, I've interviewed Rohit one-to-one on a few oh, occasions. Wow. Haven't done yeah. Kohli because Kohli does the minimum. You know, when he was captain, he wouldn't always do the post-match and they'd send some. It usually was Rohit who they sent in white ball cricket because he was the vice-captain. So it was. It got to a stupid point where the 
you know, Indian media management team just, just they probably didn't even ask Kohli if he would do this interview. They're just too scared of him and too much work for for King Virat and all this kind of stuff. Even though we're rights holders um, in the UK, he'd only do Sky Sports and he wouldn't do BBC. So that that's changed a little bit recently, but obviously he's no longer captain, so you don't get him. So he would do the toss out in the middle, and usually in T20s and ODIs, we would, as the radio commentary team, have our radio mic, and one of us would be out there and we'd interview both captains at the toss as soon as they've done the TV interviews. We'd do the radio, we'd walk back with them to the pavilion or wherever it was. So we'd get Owen Morgan in those days. This was a couple of years ago. And then they'd send Roy Sharma, who'd been in the dressing room, <laughs> to say, so Virat's won the toss. What yeah. would he have done? Uh, sorry, what, Virat's lost the toss. What would he have done if he'd won, which Roy might know the answer to because they would have discussed it as a team. But then you're basically asking him questions on behalf of Virat and it, yeah. it just got to a point where he's stupid. But just the the fact, you, you could ask him anything. He's just like, eh, koi baat ne, even you know, his whatever. press conferences. Yeah, uh, even yeah. his uh, press conferences are so hilarious. Like I remember there was this one incident where someone was like, tomorrow is Dhoni's birthday, what are you going to do? And his answer was, so you know it's just like uh, he's just so chill and that's sort of being reflected on the field also and I think the players have a more calmer attitude overall uh, it's not that he doesn't shout at the players we have seen instances where he's like having a go at Bhuvi or Shami also but yeah overall it's a more relaxed atmosphere i would say which for white ball works test cricket maybe you need that intensity a bit more which virat kohli was well suited for but yeah i think like my disappointment after the whole captaincy mess in december last year i think i'm at i am also at a more relaxed place i'm like okay Whatever happened, it was for the best. Kind Just of. have a vada pao and chill <laughs> Not and a enjoy big the ride. Not a fan. Not a big fan. Oh, man. No. <laughs> More for me then. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's move on to the bowling then. The, the bowling effort, it wasn't great, yeah. for, particularly on a couple of fronts. Let, let's talk Avesh Khan. We, we, look, we've talked about Avesh Khan as the T20 cricket. He's all right. He can pull out a good performance every now and again. Does okay in the IPL. Had that one brilliant season, uh, season before last, where he was uh, the second leading wicket taker behind Harsha Patel. Is fairly consistent at that IPL level, but can often also get taken to the cleaners. Can be hittable. He's one of those bowlers who bowls a lot of length, like Mohammed Shami in T20s. Bowls a lot of length towards the back end of an innings as mm. well, or just in the middle overs, and maybe doesn't have enough variations or enough skill to be able to keep things tight. He's a wicket taker. We know he can take wickets. We know that he always takes wickets whenever he plays. But to go for over 50 in your spell against Hong Kong, yeah, Hong Kong, you know, we're, we're not disrespecting them, but the manner in which he did, you know, he didn't have any answers to, to when they were hitting him. It just probably suggests that, look, he's not the man for this squad going forward. And, and he probably won't be. He's probably in there. Because Bumrah's not there, Harshal Patel's not there. You know, there are other options. Bumrah will definitely be there. Harshal Patel will probably come back ahead in the queue, at least, of Avesh Khan, if not in the squad. So he probably won't be there, but it wasn't great. But also, we'll talk about Avesh and Arsteep as well. 
Arshdeep, you know, going for 44 himself, this renowned death bowler who keeps things tight. You know, it wasn't his night. I, I think for for Arshdeep, it was one of those nights yeah. where, look, it can happen to the best of them. It can happen to Bumrah once in a blue moon as well. He's he's there to stay, I feel. But Avesh Khan, I just don't think he's quite there yet. Yeah, see, um, Arshdeep, yeah, one off night, even against Pakistan, he was a little expensive. But I think we are overlooking the fact that India had been penalised for a slow over rate and they had one fielder in uh, in the last two overs. So uh, that's when uh, Arshdeep, like, I don't remember how many runs he gave in his last over. But I think that's why his... Um, Versus Pakistan. Run. Yeah. It was 11. 11. 11. Okay, yeah. So, I think that can be excused yesterday, one-off day. It's good that it happened in on in a match against Hong Kong. He will learn from it because he's have been having so many good days. An off day was around the corner. And we are happy that it wasn't in a high-pressure game, so to say, yesterday. Um India were had the advantage after Surukumar's knock, so no complaints on that front. With Avish Khan, it's even more disappointing because he's been backed a lot by Rohit Sharma. He's played 15 T20Is. Um, and most of the time, like, you know, uh, even yesterday, Bhuvi didn't complete his quota of overs. Kohli came into bowl and all round and Next in next all rounder for India. Who, who I love seeing Kohli bowl. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know when I was younger, I used to do a bit of that off the wrong foot and kind of you know the, the yeah. head down and yeah. Just, honestly, my dad watched Kohli bowl years ago for the first time and said that, that's how you used to bowl. So yeah. I love it whenever he comes into that attack. But obviously, Even yeah, Irfan Patan said he has a very good action. So yeah. exactly, but it shows that there were you know. The options aren't great because you don't want yeah. him bowling against the bigger teams. And if that happens against a bigger side, that's a problem, yeah. isn't it? And yesterday with no uh, Hardik Pandya also, India just had five bowlers, which, um, yeah, so Avish Khan had to be at the top of his game. Uh, as I was saying, he's been backed a lot. He uh, In the second T20I against West Indies, uh, there was a toss-up. between. I think India needed 10... 10-15 runs to defend. Uh, uh, Bhuvi had one over, Avish had one over, and Rohit Sharma asked Avish Khan to bowl. Uh, India lost that match, but uh, Rohit Sharma said that we want these kind of bowlers to go in and, you know, be in that situation. Avish Khan has an economy of 9.1, which is not good at all. It's the highest by any Indian bowler in a calendar year, the, that economy rate, which... Shows that, you know, he's been back but not been able to live up to it. Even yesterday, there were no Yorkers. He's been down on pace, not bowling to the field also. So, probably still has some work to do. And do you think they should continue with him in the Super 4? And also, like, once Hardik Panda comes in, he didn't play yesterday. Who do you think will be uh, dropped realistically? We know you want KL, uh, KL Rahul to go, but who do you think realistically will be dropped? If they stick with KL, then they, they've got two options. Look, they, I think they like the option of an extra bowler. So if Hardik comes mm. in, he can't they just They should then, have an extra bowler. Yeah, because, so he, he can't yeah. just come in for Avesh because then he has to bowl four yeah. overs. And, and, you know, he probably will, but 
then you, you've not got that other flexibility with the others. So he's look. The change yesterday was Rishabh Pant comes in for for Hardik Pandya. Do they just go down that route? Rishabh unfortunately didn't get a knock yesterday. That would have been nice to see. I know you you you're kind of in two minds about DK and and whether or not he should be yeah. in the side as well. What they will do, I think, is just Rishabh goes back out, Hardik comes in, and maybe if they drop Avesh, they bring in an Ashwin. I'd like yeah. to see Bishnoi, but they'll probably go Ashwin just for the experience and, and playing on the bigger stage and you know getting more serious through the competition in the Super 4s. I, I think they'll go down that route. This is what should happen. Rishabh to open. Yeah. KL out. Hardik in. I wouldn't mind Kohli opening also. Yeah, yeah, but I'd love to see Rish. I think Kohli's okay mm. at number three because you lose an early wicket. Yeah. You need, you know, you need somebody like him mm. um, who can play that other role as well of just eating up a few balls. So, I, I think that's okay if uh, Rishab was to open. Kale's out. Hardik comes into the middle order, and then I would take Avesh out, and then either Bishnoi or Ashwin. Uh, it's, it's a toss up between the two. I, I said earlier that I'd love to see Bishnoi in there, but yeah. given he hasn't played in the... T- you know, yesterday was a good time to blood him in the tournament, I felt, but the fact they haven't, I think they have to go with Ashwin now because it's serious business now in the tournament. There, there's no... It could be India-Pakistan yeah, yes, next match. Absolutely, yeah. unless Hong Kong do, do a job on Pakistan, which we're not expecting. Yeah. So we are expecting... Another India-Pakistan as well. So, it, you know, on that stage, you don't want to throw Ravi Bishnoi in there necessarily. So somebody like an Ashwin's good. He could come in as a pinch hitter, couldn't he? Yeah. Number three or four. We've seen that in the IPL. Loves loves that role, doesn't he? And to be fair, look, he's not the cleanest hitter of the ball. He's not the biggest hitter. He's not his game. But he took it on. You know, he was like, yeah, I'm going to try he and do it. He finished the game it, with a six on. Yeah, so exactly. So it, yeah. Came, it came off on two occasions um, in last season's IPL. So it, he... Even if he doesn't do that, we're just joking about being a pinch hitter. But, you know, it's that extra batting depth down the order as well. And if if it's getting tight and you need to finish off a game, he's not a bad man to have coming in. So gives you that other option. And, you know, world-class bowler, of course, as well. And, and has had a, you know, rejuvenation, really. A resurrection almost in, in the last couple of years in white ball cricket. So yeah. I would like to see that, but... Let, let's see what, what they decide on in the end. Uh, you, you and I um, have, have been wrong on a couple of occasions, not yeah. not necessarily because you know we've been wrong in terms of our team selection, but who knows what's going through the mind of uh, Rohit and, uh, and Rahul Dravid as well. A few episodes well. ago, I had said I wouldn't want K- uh, Virat Kohli in my T20I. Have you, have you changed that stance? Too early to say. I'm a big, yes, I, I you don't have. want to be, I can see. I don't want to jinx him. I, I'm a big jinxer. Like when he's batting, I'm like, he who should not be named is batting. Oh my God, he's scoring. He's at 40. Don't jinx, don't jinx. So I, I'm that kind of a He who should not be named. You sound yeah. like you're talking about Lord Voldemort in, in Harry Potter, aren't you? You know, he don't say that <laughs> yeah. name. Don't say I'm that name. I'm very superstitious about Kohli, so... Okay. I'm not saying anything, well, let, let, but let's people not, know. Yeah. All I said is, is it's nice to see him playing those sixes, and it was it was a delight yeah. to everyone, wasn't it? And uh, you know, long may it continue. We'll, we'll we'll definitely see more of him through the Asia Cup. You'll hear more from us as well. We'll be back very soon with another episode as well. Uh, just another 
plug for our 99.94 app. Go and download that now. Uh, you can listen to this podcast, other podcasts as well, and uh, live commentary streams, which we'll be bringing you more of as time goes on as well. But uh, for this episode, thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Thanks for listening to India on 99.94. Please rate, review and subscribe. You can download the 99.94 app from where you get your apps usually. And you can follow us personally on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Nikesh Raghani and Sarah is at Swaris16. We'll put links up for everything we do there on this podcast and beyond. And you can also follow our network at 99.94DM on social media. Remember, if you love cricket, then we are the home of Cricket Audio. Follow us for podcasts and commentary from the bat and ball world. Thanks for joining Cricket's Conversation 99.94. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.